And good morning, high school football fans. Welcome to the High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. PJ Zuko here with you this evening, this morning, excuse me. It's been uh, that kind of that kind of 24 hours there, but uh, this this morning here with you. I'm getting set for a huge Saturday uh, all throughout Coastal Georgia and Okefenokee. Obviously have some huge college football games later today to look forward to. I believe there's a top 10 matchup in, in Athens that people are excited for at high noon, so I certainly can't wait for that. But before that, let's talk about last night and that uh, full night of, of high school football uh, we had. Now, what, what an exciting time it was. Some big wins uh, for some Coastal Georgia and, and uh, Okefenokee area teams. Some some tough losses uh, there last night as well, though. But uh, let's go through of them. A lot of teams looking forward to next week and looking forward to region play uh, as well with, with some buys throughout the week. But, hey, certainly still a lot to talk about here on the Roundup this morning. But let's go through these scores from last night and uh, see what happened all around the area. A couple of those big wins uh, coming from Coastal Georgia teams Brunswick High with a 56-21 to victory there in Glen County Stadium last night and uh, certainly didn't let any distractions or, or anything like that get in the way. As Coach Sean Pender talked about on Thursday, the Pirates get the win, 56-21 to there over South Effingham and uh, just, just rolling their 28-7 to lead at halftime and they, they get it done there with a 56-21 to victory. The Pirates still undefeated. They moved to two and one, two and zero. Oh, excuse me in region play. Uh, some some high fly in their plays later last night. As as majority of the time, we're talking about that rushing game and uh, some big rushing touchdowns for Brunswick High. Last night, it was all uh, not all. It was not all. Uh, two, some some big rushing touchdowns as well, but uh, some huge passing touchdowns for the Pirates as well. Able to, able to uh, take the top uh, off off the defense there and go over the top, and uh, had 567 yards on, on 39 snaps, offensive snaps there, and uh, we're going to get more into that in just a second uh, here as we go through and uh, continue the roundup. Glen Academy with the 35-12 to victory over Bradwell Institute last night there at Bradwell, and uh, able to pull away in the second half, 28 to nothing run there in the second half uh, to win that one. Uh, Bradwell able to get in the end zone late, but uh, the Glen Academy led 7-6 at halftime, really took control there in the third quarter and, and moving forward. In, uh, we'll talk about more of this later as well. In, in a wacky night when it comes, from, uh, when it comes to officiating, uh, but a, a fun night if you're a Glen Academy Red Terror fan, able to get that first region win as well, move back to 1-1 one one in region play, and an important win. Uh, moving forward, and uh, we'll see how these red tears keep keep moving forward and progressing and doing exactly that. But uh, as for last night, some some tough losses as well. Some uh, in in some really close games. Some in, in uh, some games that are more of a surprise. Uh, but either way, McIntosh County Academy falls to ECI last night, and uh, ECI that's a that's a dang good football team. One loss on the year. Uh, big wins over the course of the year as well. Uh, beat Savannah Christian there earlier in the season uh, pretty pretty handily there. Also, um, and McIntosh County Academy uh, falls to ECI there as uh, ECI able to run the football really well and uh, just not get a lot going offensively there last night, falling 17-6. to 
Uh, it was Rabin County with the victory over Pierce County uh, there as well, 28-21. And the Pierce County Bears, uh, man, doing a, doing a great job holding down that prolific Rabin County offense as uh, obviously a quarterback there at, at Rabin County uh, committed to, to Georgia and going to be you know high-flying uh, type of quarterback there. Uh, but Pierce County defensively able, able to honestly uh, play pretty well, hold them to 28 points, just uh, not able to, to square things up there. And uh, Raven County able to get the win 28-21 to over Pierce. You have Warner Robbins, and this, this is a surprising one. Warner Robbins, the 77-34 to victory uh, over, over Camden County. And uh, just everything clicking offensively for Warner Robbins last night. Uh, just able to control that game. Camden County falls in that one. And uh, now two straight losses uh, for the Wildcats uh, over the, the last few weeks and, and moving into region play here soon. So uh, Camden County they'll wanna, want, obviously want to get back on the charge, but uh, played two very good, very good high school football teams there as well over the past few weeks. Of course, you have the loss to Coffee and more of a defensive struggle and then kind of the offensive explosion last night uh, in that Warner Robins game. But uh, Turner County... As well, Turner County gets the victory, the surprise victory, over Charlton County last night. 13-7 over Charlton, and uh, Charlton undefeated on the year the, before last night, just coming over, just coming off of the, the loss, of the, the victory, excuse me, to Clinch County in overtime. How much of it was kind of a, a emotional hangover there for, for Charlton County, who knows? You go on the road as well, so... Right after you get a huge victory in overtime, rivalry game, big region game, you, you, you go on the road and, and kind of, you know, sadly uh, lay a bit of a dud. Tar- uh, Turner County able to play very solid defense, hold Charlton there to only seven. And uh, just a tough night, just a tough night for Charlton County. They come away with their first loss of the season, but they'll move forward still in region play here and still certainly time uh, to, to patch things up and, and move forward. Uh, you have Ware County, Wayne County, Brantley County, and Frederica Academy all off this week preparing for uh, those, those uh, remaining region schedules for all those teams. As you look, I mean, we're, we're at the beginning of October here. You have uh, four more Fridays in October and then uh, the, the last week of the regular season there on November 5th. So we're, we've made it. We're on the back half of this schedule uh, for for most of these teams and uh, for the entire regular season schedule as well. So uh, these teams on, on bye weeks last night really preparing and getting set for uh, their most important stretch of the season and set it on, on high school first look there on Thursday. Yeah, five, uh, now obviously past one, but yeah, five Fridays in October. Most of these region schedules starting in October, with the with the exception of uh, Brunswick High Glen Academy starting last week, and uh, Charlton County uh, starting uh, as well, but uh, I mean, five Fridays in October would say that this probably you know the most important month of the regular season, and 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 really sets you up for that last week of the regular season as well uh, there on November fifth. So, I mean, this is this is what you work so hard for and prepare for is is really this month of region games and getting everything squared away, winning the important ones, and, and moving forward. And uh, Brunswick High, Glen Academy, both able to do that uh, there last night. The Pirates uh, defeat South Effingham 56-21. to And uh, from the, uh, thank uh, the, our good friends there at the Brunswick News, from, from the Brunswick News, 567 yards 
on 39 snaps there against South Effingham. You have Sutton Ellis uh, with a big 52-yard touchdown pass to open the scoring uh, there to Jacoby Hill. Uh, then you have the rushing game uh, start to start to click there as well for Brunswick High once again. Reese Simmons, uh, two rushing touchdowns back-to-back, one after a big defensive stop. Uh, obviously, the defense a huge part of Brunswick High's success. Don't want to look over that with, with all of the offensive stats, but uh, obviously huge success there by the defense, a fourth-and-one stop in South Effingham territory uh, to give the ball to the Brunswick High offense there early and have Reese Simmons punch it in for one of his two rushing touchdowns on the night. You have, then you have Jeffrey Way come in the ball game, and uh, you, you've heard Sean Pender say, listen, we, we have some good quarterbacks. Uh, we're, we're not afraid to, to swap them back and forth. They've been doing it all year, and obviously they're undefeated. They, they've been successful at doing so all year, and they're going to they're gonna play the hot hand. And last night the hot hand was Jeffrey Way, even after a, a big touchdown pass there by Sutton Ellis and, and him playing well. Uh, Jeffrey Way still just comes in and, and lights it up. 39-yard touchdown pass to uh, T.J. Smith. He had a couple more touchdown passes to Terry Mitchell, who also lit up the night there in the receiving game. But a 78-yard touchdown pass to Terry Mitchell, followed by a 25-yard touchdown pass on fourth and eight. So uh, very important down there, obviously, for uh, Brunswick High and able to convert the fourth and eight and put it into the end zone as well. Terry Mitchell himself had another receiving touchdown from Tommy Weatherspoon. That's three receiving touchdowns on the night for a buck 62 for Terry Mitchell. So huge night in the receiving game for Mitchell and a really for, uh, for Brunswick High as a whole uh, with their offensive firepower just to being able to uh, show. And if, if you show something in a, your defensive scheme or, or just the way your defense plays, Brunswick High can hit you over the top. They just don't need to all the time. They just run the football that well. well last night they were able to hit uh, South Effingham over the top and uh, hit it in the passing game and, and convert those uh, big plays in the touchdown. So uh, Brunswick High re- just really feeling it right now, undefeated on the year 2-0 and now in region play. And uh, Glen Academy starts to feel it, I think, there in the second half of their game with Bradwell Institute last night. 7-6 to lead at halftime, a uh, little back and forth there in the first half. We'll say a lot of controversial instances, calls, um, from from the referees in that one. Normally, I, I don't say that. Normally, I don't bring that up. Let kind of the conversation happen happen around that, and have the have the coach uh, you know share their their points. But I will say, very odd, very odd things happening there in Bradwell last night. And had a situation where Glen Academy is there on the one yard line um, with time running down. Uh, have a have a run play. Go to call a timeout, and uh, the ref was just nowhere near. Coach Dalgo trying to trying to get a timeout there with a few seconds left on the clock. Time expires there uh, going into the first half, and obviously he had a discussion with the referees after that. But uh, they, they're not gonna they're not gonna put time back on the clock. So v- just very strange instances, a lot of conversations uh, after plays between the referees, a lot of conversations with the coaches. It, it was just a very odd night uh, when it when it came to that side of things. But either way, uh, Glen Academy, especially that defense, they able to gear up and, and cause some turnovers, uh, make some big plays there in the second half, give short fields 
uh, to the offense and uh, offensively, Zach Ellis was was huge for the Red Terrors last night, being able to run the football, really uh, be that workhorse last night in the running game. A couple rushing touchdowns to, to really one big rushing touchdown to really uh, pull away for Glen Academy. Yeah, Tyler Devlin with a one-yard rushing score as well. And uh, talking about Devlin, the passing game able to work pretty effectively there last night as well, especially coming up in important downs. You have a huge touchdown, huge Reception, about a 60-yard reception uh, from Tyler Devlin to uh, Greg Peacock there on third and 15, which set up that first rushing touchdown for Zach Ellis, uh, who was huge on that drive as well, a five-yard rushing touchdown for for Zach Ellis to open the scoring. And then on another play later in the game, you have a a third and eight for Glen Academy. And again, Greg Peacock, the reception uh, from Tyler Devlin, able to convert that. So uh, some huge Receptions by Greg Peacock there last night uh, when, when Glen Academy needed the most. And, of course, you have the rushing game working well, uh, getting out to, to a big lead there in the second half uh, following you know a 28 to nothing run there in the third and fourth quarter for Glen Academy to really pull away. And, again, uh, sadly, McIntosh County Academy, they fall last night to ECI. And uh, the, the pair in the running game for ECI just kind of too much last night. Um, uh, again, uh, P.J. Farnham, Daquan Jones there for ECI, uh, over 230, uh, rushing the football and a touchdown on the ground there as well. Uh, Jones with a big rushing touchdown. Uh, Daquan Jones in the first half and uh, ECI leading there 10 nothing at half. Hold on to it there in the second half as well for the 17-2, uh, excuse me, 17-6 victory over McIntosh County Academy. But uh, obviously some huge games there last night, some big wins by Coastal Georgia area teams with Brunswick High and Glen Academy. We'll hear from both both of those coaches on the show uh, this morning as we talk about Brunswick High moving to 2-0 in region play. Glen Academy 1-1 one one in region play as well, and an important win uh, for the Red Terrors uh, getting that first win in region play and looking forward to, to some more big region games for both these teams uh, moving forward. But we'll come back, talk to Sean Pender, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates here on the High School Sports Roundup. Uh, presented by uh, Walker Jones at Chevrolet here on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okefenokee. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okefenokee, all presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet here on the Roundup. P.J. Zuko here with you. Brunswick High gets the 56-21 victory over South Effingham last night. It was Glen Academy defeating Bradwell Institute 35-12 for a big region win there. McIntosh County Academy falls to ECI 17-6. Rabin County over Pierce County 28-21 in that one. Uh, and Turner County falling, or Turner County, excuse me, defeating Charlton County, giving Charlton County their first loss of the year. They're 13-7 and a big home win for Turner County. But uh, as we mentioned, Brunswick High stays undefeated and uh, stays undefeated especially, most importantly, in region play, starting 2-0 there with a 56-21 victory over South Effingham. Joining us now, the head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, Sean Pender, here with us on the High School Sports Roundup. Coach Pender, great to have you on. How are you doing this morning? Oh, it's good to be on, PJ. Always good to be on after a win anyway. Yeah, absolutely, Coach, and great to have you on here this morning. And, yeah, those mornings got to feel a little bit better uh, well, when you get those big region wins, especially, Coach, and, uh, yeah, being able to play very well at home there last night, 56-21 to 21 over South Effingham, and uh, another uh, very important victory in region play. 
Oh, definitely. And it was a good team victory, too. So I'm excited about that as well. Yeah, absolutely, Coach. And like you said, just a team all the way around uh, being able to play well and uh, offensively put putting some uh, great positions there, obviously, by your defense, able to turn South Effingham away, but still uh, offensively functioning really well. And, and, you know, the rushing game was, was working really well, but it looks like you guys able to find something there in, in that, that South Effingham defense to uh, go over the top, make some big plays through the air, uh, whether it was Sutton Ellis or, or Jeffrey Way. Uh, and, and, you know, Terry Mitchell having a big night receiving there as well with three touchdowns, but um, just able to find something through the air there against South Effingham and uh, exploit it pretty well, play very well in the passing game last night. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just, you know, we, we've been running the ball very well throughout the year, and we've been, um, you know, honing in on our run game, and uh, defense are looking at that thinking that we were one-dimensional. And that what happened last night was South Effingham just really, really trying to commit uh, and bring the safeties down uh, hard to help uh, get more numbers in the box and, and help to stop the, the run game that we've been able to, to um, you know, do or establish throughout the, throughout the year. And then that just left holes over the top of their defense. And we took advantage of that and with uh, touchdown Terry Mitchell going over the top. He did great. And then T.J. Smith had a breakout game as well in the receiving core. Jacoby Hill did his stuff on the ground and in the air. And then it was just it was just a good team effort. Uh, everyone just worked real hard. I'm very proud of the way our offensive line and running backs picked up the blitz. Um, South Effingham was trying to bring the blitz all night long, trying to keep our quarterback. And uh, the, per- the pass protection that we were able to do to give the quarterbacks, no matter who it was that was in there, uh, give them time to um, – Make good throws, and so I'm, I'm very proud of uh, you know uh, Jeffrey and Tommy. All three of them had touchdown passes, and they all did a really good job when they were in there. Yeah, absolutely. As you mentioned, like a team effort, and a lot of people, you know, don't don't think about that up front, especially when you have a good night in the passing game. But uh, those offensive linemen and blockers, running backs in support as well. Uh, not not only. Uh, blocking well for the running game and important in the running game, but extremely important in the passing game as well. Certainly helps when you, you don't have a quarterback running for your life or, or anything like that and can stand in there and deliver a good, a good, accurate throws. Oh, yeah. We had three different running, I mean, three different quarterbacks. Usually, you're talking about having three different running backs. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but we had three different quarterbacks in this game, and um, the only quarterback that got his jersey. Uh, dirty was he had to have one little quarterback run and he got tackled. Besides that, the other two quarterbacks didn't get touched all night long, and that's uh, a tremendous credit to the uh, offensive line, the pass protection uh, that they received. Absolutely, and that get, going to get back to the offense for sure, Coach, but uh, defensively able to hold South Effingham down all night, make some uh, big plays there defensively. I know one, one of those touchdowns coming uh, right after a, a fourth and one stop uh, in South Effingham territory there early in the game. So uh, still de- defensively able to keep uh, playing well there. I know that, that black flag defense uh, hoisting up the colors there last night and uh, playing extremely well. Yeah, they're playing good. We only we gave up um, you know, two long runs. Uh, two, right. you know, South Effingham has got a couple of talented kids. that they get in the secondary, they can break and, and go. And right. they've been, We've been doing a really good job of containing them and but they, he got loose twice last night. Um, 
just one time we made a mistake on a missed tackle and had a nice 70-yard run. And besides that, the defense shut them down. And they had one other long run where they did um, this little trap. And, you know, we accidentally put ourselves out to play and gave them a nice hole, and there they went. <laughs> besides that, uh, our defense shut them down. Their last score came off of a muff punt that we shouldn't have tried to field inside the five-yard line. We mucked it, gave him the ball, and gave him an easy touchdown at the end of the game. Yeah, tough one there. As you mentioned, they got some they got some playmakers over there as well, uh, but uh, able to able to hold them down uh, for most of the night there with that defense of Brunswick High and play well. We're talking to Sean Pender, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, here on the High School Sports Roundup. Get the fifty six to twenty one victory over South Effingham. Uh, last night, but uh, again, Coach, as you mentioned, um, at the receiving game working working really well. Obviously, passing game uh, playing very well there last night with with all three quarterbacks and uh, T.J. Smith. Like you said, have, having a solid night, break, breakout night, big touchdown from him. Uh, but also, I mean, touchdown Terry Mitchell. You said it, uh, three touchdowns on the night over a buck sixty through the air uh, from a couple different quarterbacks there with Jeffrey Way and Tommy Weatherspoon there in the game. But uh, Coach, what, what does uh, Terry Mitchell bring to the table, obviously able to get, get behind the defense there last night, but uh, just as a whole, what does he bring to the table to the team, and, and what was he able to do so well last night? Oh, he's electric. Um, players like, like, we knew he was going to be special. He's only a sophomore, but, you know, early in the JV season, uh, he just was lighting it up, and he had eight um, touchdowns on 10 catches in JV. So we started implementing varsity just a little bit here and there, um, with uh, the injury uh, to Jaden Drayton and with him not being in there, and then with what Terry was able to do on the varsity level versus Glenn, you know, we, we you saw him do some some nice stuff there. New Hampshire on you know in special teams on kick return. We were like, we're going to try to get the ball in this kid's hands and um, and see what we can do it on a Friday night like he does on Thursday. And uh, yeah, that kid was something special. You remember uh, a little while back there was a player named Percy Harvin from Florida. Oh yeah, that that's touchdown Terry. He he's that type of kid. He's he's a little old thing. Uh, you won't think much of him until that ball's in his hand, and when that ball's in his hand, we'll watch out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like you said, that there's there's players like that for sure. And once they get get the ball in their hands, it's like they see the field a, a different way. And uh, Terry Mitchell able to do exactly that last night. And uh, sounds like uh, looking forward to to some more big nights and some more big plays uh, like that from Terry Mitchell. Uh, there in the future. But, uh, Coach, as you mentched, uh, not only the passing game, running game still able to work well. Jacoby Hill, uh, he, I mean, he gets a touchdown through the air there as well from Sutton Ellis, uh, who also played well. Uh, but you know, also having the running game, Reese Simmons able to knock in a few touchdowns uh, there in the rushing game too. So it uh, wasn't all the passing game. Obviously, rushing game still able to, to do their thing there on the night and keep South Effingham honest, obviously pull, pulling more people into the box. Oh, without a doubt. And then the rushing game is the credit to why the passing game works so well. Uh, it's just uh, what we were able to establish on the ground just made them, made them come on up, and we were able to get um, good plays. I think we had one touchdown every five plays was the average. I think we had 39 plays on the, on the night, and we were able to have a lot of big explosive plays because of how our rushing game has been. The, the safeties came up, and they picked poison, and, we were able to go over the top, and the players executed. So that was that was a big deal. I'm very proud of our team for doing that. No doubt about that. So able to lock that one up and, and grab that 56 to 21 victory over South Effingham last night. And you had it right there, Coach. Uh, from from the Brunswick News, 39 snaps 
Uh, 567 yards there on the night offensively for the Pirates. So stay undefeated, 2-0 now in, re- in region play. And, Coach, we'll talk about more, more about this on, on high school first look throughout the week. But uh, moving week to week here, you have Statesboro now and a big road trip there to Statesboro as they're coming off the victory last night over Richmond Hill. Uh, so they're looking pretty solid right now. Got a big region matchup coming up this week. Oh, absolutely. Um, part of the reason I was up so early today breaking down film is yeah. we're going to be in a uh, tough, tough matchup. Going up to Statesboro, it's not easy. You know, whenever, whenever you have to go to their stadium and play, um, there tends to be you know a lot of different types of adversity that you have to go through, and uh, we're going to be preparing for that type of adversity. And we're going to you know have a a good solid game plan. We're going to make sure our kids are prepared. Uh, we talked about the locker room last night. Hey, this is a big one. Let's put this game behind us and let's move forward and uh, and be ready to play our hearts out next Friday night because we're going to have to to get the victory in Statesboro. Statesboro coming off that victory last night. Close one, uh, but still a win over Richmond Hill there last night. Brunswick High, though, undefeated 2-0 in region play after the victory of South Effingham and looking forward to a big matchup uh, there with Statesboro next week. But uh, Sean Pender, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. Uh, Coach, again, great talking to you this morning. Uh, Congrats on the win there last night, and best of luck uh, as you look forward and move forward here throughout this week. All right, thank you, PJ. Thanks for having me on, man, and take care. Have a good day. I appreciate it, Coach, and great to have you on again. Sean Pender, uh, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, here with us on the High School Sports Roundup. So uh, great to have Coach on there again, uh, and and the Pirates uh, still off to this undefeated start and 2-0 and in region play. That's the important thing, and looking to stay that way with a big matchup with Statesboro coming up here on Friday. And uh, as he said, big road trip there as well but i uh, love to see uh, what the pirates are doing and uh, offensively just a explosive uh, as he said the running game really pulling everyone up into the box uh, for south effingham and you know I, I give a lot of credit now didn't didn't talk to him about it there uh, as uh, we, we've talked about it a lot here throughout the year but i give a lot of credit to these quarterbacks there at brunswick high as well of course having the competitive edge and, and wanting to be there in there uh, for every single snap uh, but Playing unselfishly as well, and realizing that 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 there's other great, there's other uh, really solid, talented quarterbacks there on the roster, and if they're playing in a, an extremely good way, that they're they're going to get the snaps. And uh, I mean, Sutton Ellis comes out, big touchdown pass to Jacoby Hill, and then you have Jeffrey Way uh, with three huge touchdown passes as well. Even Tommy Weatherspoon uh, there in the game, able to throw a touchdown pass too. So um, these guys, competitive, of course, as I said, you know, want to be out there every single play, uh, but still able to step, step aside for their teammates and have them come in and have big games as well. And as Coach uh, Sean Pender said, I mean, huge team effort, offensively, defensively, running game, passing game, special teams, uh, to be able to get this second win in region play for uh, Brunswick High. But Glen Academy, able to do the same thing there last night, get a big victory over Bradwell Institute, and it was the full team there in the second half uh, putting things together to have Glen Academy pull away from Bradwell and get that big win away from home, 35-12. to When we come back, we'll talk about this uh, team win, big win uh, for the Red Terrors with Rocky Adalgo, head coach of Glen Academy and uh, the Red Terrors here on the High School Sports Roundup presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. We'll be right back after this. 
And welcome back to High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okie Finoki, all presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet here on the Roundup. PJ Zuko here with you this morning as we look at all these big high school football games from last night. Glenn Academy able to get a big ridge and win over Bradwell Institute, 35-12. to It was Brunswick High defeating South Effingham, 56-21 to there last night as well. ECI uh, defeating McIntosh County Academy, 17-6. to Pierce falls to Rabin County, 28-21, and Turner County defeating Charlton County. Uh, Charlton County's first loss of the year there, 13-7 last night. But Glen Academy getting a big region victory there at Bradwell Institute, 35-12. And joining us now, the head coach of those Red Terrors, Rocky Hidalgo, here with us on the High School Sports Roundup. Coach Hidalgo, great to have you on this morning. Uh, how's it going? Oh, man, it's going okay. Well, go, coach, uh, good to hear it. Uh, yeah, coming on after that uh, solid victory there last night and big region win over Bradwell Institute, 35-12. to 7-6 lead there at halftime, but really able to take control, pull away uh, with some big defensive stops, big offensive plays there, obviously, in the second half uh, to get the victory over Bradwell. Yeah, you know, uh, the first half was interesting. Um, I'm just going to say that. We had, uh, you know, I don't think we particularly inspired, probably have a little hangover from the Brunswick game. Um, officiating was made the first half really exciting. Right. Um, but uh, defensively, the second half, our kids came out, and we played some really good defense, honestly, in the second half. We were physical. Cannon Warren played, I think, the best half football he's played since he's been at Glen Academy. Really was physical, came downhill, tackled people, separated the guy from the ball, had an interception. Uh, was really proud of the way he played. That gave us a short porch. Uh, short field for uh, for our offense, and we were able to capitalize on those turnovers. Yeah, absolutely, Coach. And I mean, you brought it up. Uh, let, let's get it out of the way quick here. Uh, there's some some uh, big officiating uh, blunders that there throughout the night there last night. And uh, as we said during the break, you kind of go round and round all day about uh, everything that that was wrong or, or went on there, especially in the first half. Uh, my big question, also though, what what was I guess the explanation there? As going into going into halftime, you're looking for a timeout and and, and you know looking for for a referee to and that you don't have one around you as uh, the, the the play clock and the clock is going down and you're on the one yard line and and obviously not able to get a playoff because not able to call a timeout or anything like that. It was just very very interesting turn of events there to end the half. Yeah, interesting is a, uh, is a is a good term to use. You said blunders, I did not. So in case anybody's listening, and right, right, me, no, absolutely, I did. I didn't say blunders. Uh, I would say it was. Uh, uh, I don't even have an adjective to describe it. Uh, I, you know, I assumed when they blew the whistle to stop the clock, they were doing it because I was calling timeout. Um, and they said the half was over. So that was there wasn't really an explanation. They just said the half was over. And uh that was kind of what they did. And so we walked back to the to the locker room. That was it. I don't I don't have anything for you, man. It was they we had three plays before our back ran out of bounds. They didn't stop the clock and we ran forty yeah. seconds off the clock. So it was there should have been an additional forty seconds on the on the clock. There was there were there were lots of just exciting moments with the officiating crew last night in Hinesville. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And and you know, as you said, that, that was like you said, that was my term, uh, my term there. Uh, and and there were there were plenty of them last night. Now we we'll t- we'll talk about that and, and talk more about that uh, think, here here in a few. I think minutes. my favorite was fifth down. That was my favorite. It was fifth down. 
Yeah. Um, that was exciting because, you know, you get do-over sometimes, but you very seldom do you get a fifth down. But when you get a fifth down, that's like that's like a down better than fourth down. So you have fourth down. Yeah, I mean. Fifth down is even better than fourth down. It's a fifth down. Right. That was, I thought that was good, too. Yeah, it's almost like it shouldn't exist. And, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not talking about – yeah, yeah, we're not talking about... It's almost about, like it's not in the rule book, but still. Yeah. It's okay. Wild, wild things, but no, absolutely. Yeah, some some wild things there last night, but uh, again, uh, able to really take control there in the second half, and like you said, some some big plays on both sides of the ball. Uh, but, Coach, uh, offensively, Zach Ellis uh, really kind of taking uh, command of the running game there last night and doing a great job being kind of the workhorse, uh, some big rushing touchdowns. Uh, really leaned on him in the first half, and then obviously in the second half, able to break away a few times. Yeah, you know, uh, Zach played really well. John Moody was out with an ankle injury. Hopefully have him back next week. Right. Uh, you know, I think Fred Riles did a good job coming in running the ball. Uh, you know, Greg Peacock, everybody, I, I, I've, I was, I've said all along, Greg Peacock's going to be a star one day. And, uh, you know, Greg P is a star. He's an incredible player. Oh, yeah. He took over the game with the ball in his hands last night. He was just electric. And, you know, we got to get the ball to him more. You know, I was thinking about the officiating again. I think the <laughs> word I would use would be innovative because, you know, right. I think that's what it was. I think it was innovative. I think we did some things in the game last night that were truly innovative and will probably change the way officiating the game is officiated across the entire sport. Absolutely. That's what I think. That's the word I would use. They'll people will probably go back and look at that film and just there'll be a there'll be an annotated moment in history where people say this is the night that changed football. The fifth down. All yeah. right, go ahead, continue. Sorry. No, no, you're good. No, I mean I I completely understand and I'm I'm right there with you. So I I I'm right there with you for sure. But like you said, Greg Peacock making making some huge plays there last night on him. I mean, huge plays and important downs as well. You had a third and 15, huge reception uh, from him, from, from Tyler Devlin, and another uh, third down able to convert there with, with Peacock. So, uh, yeah, making some huge plays there last night in the passing game and just all around uh, there for Greg Peacock. But uh, Rocky Hidalgo, head coach of the Glen Academy Red Terrace, joining us here on the High School Sports Roundup. And, uh, yeah, coach, offensively play well and, and defensively really able to t- turn around it and uh, take over the second half as well, causing some big turnovers there. Uh, some big stops as well on fourth down and uh, being able to, to put the offense in, in some good positions on the plus side of the field. Uh, yeah, you know, I think it was the team effort in the second half. We kind of got on our kids, challenged them at halftime. We had to, we kind of had to get it up. Once we got that first turnover, we got a little energy. We just didn't have a lot of energy last night and really didn't at practice. Once we got that first turnover, we got some energy, and it was kind of like a tsunami after that. We kind of got downhill on them. Yeah, Coach, for sure, and you talk about that. Obviously, uh, we'll talk more about this uh, later in the week, but uh, building that energy mo- momentum here following a, a big, solid victory and uh, a lot to look forward to with region play as well for, for Glen Academy House, South, South Effingham at home coming up this week. But uh, obviously look at, looking to build on this, move forward, and carry that energy over throughout the week. Yeah, no doubt. We, you know, we've got, we've still got some tough games in front of us, and we're not, we're not there yet. I mean, it's taking some time here. We've got some things still to work out on offense, uh, but you know, I think our team's making progress. It's slow progress, but I think we're making progress, and hopefully, we'll kind of get that breakout game and and really get rolling downhill. The Red Terrors able to play through a little bit of adversity there in the first half and uh, control the second half, grab a victory over Bradwell Institute on an innovative night. Absolutely for. Uh, for uh, officiating and everything like that going on 
uh, there in Bradwell. But the Red Terrors, either way, able to come away with a victory, 35-12. to 12. Uh, Rocky Dalgo, head coach of the Red Terrors, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. Coach, great to have you on this morning uh, here and, and talking about the win. Uh, congratulations on the win, but best of luck as you move forward throughout region play. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Coach. And Rocky Dalgo, head coach of the Red Terrors, uh, Glen Academy, here with us on the High School Sports Roundup. And we'll come back. I mean, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot that we talked about there. There's a lot that we didn't even talk about. And uh, obviously wanted to talk about the team as well. But I'll share a few, uh, a few more exciting moments from, from last night that uh, Rocky, uh, Rocky and, and the Glen Academy Red Terrors had to deal with uh, last night as well. But, and then get you set for some college football and go through these scores one more time here on the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Oki Finoki. All presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet. And welcome back to High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okie Finoki. All presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet. PJ Zuko here with you this morning. And Brunswick High able to get the 56 to 21 victory over South Effingham. Glen Academy over Bradwell Institute 35 to 12. MCA falls to ECI 17 to 6. It was Rabin County with the 28 21 victory over Pierce County. Warner Robbins defeating Camden County 77 77- 234 and Turner County uh, defeating Charlton County there 13 to 7. So uh, Glen Academy looking forward to South Effingham next week. Brunswick High at Statesboro, uh, who just got the victory over Richmond Hill last night in a, in a close one there, but still Statesboro able to get the win. So uh, the borough playing well this year and uh, looking forward to some big games next week. You have Warner Robins again beating Camden County 77 to 34. And uh, they're obviously in this Ware County region as Warner Robins off next week. But you look at Ware County at Coffee next week, taking on Warner Robins the week after that. Uh, Wayne County gets veterans next week coming off the bye week. So uh, some, some big weeks coming up there in 5A. But, yeah, just a, a few more from that. And, again, I, I said this during the break to, to Coach Hidalgo. I normally don't talk about officiating or, or bring that type of stuff up. I, I kind of let other people talk about it if they want to, as I realize, you know, it's a tough job that not a lot of people uh, want to do, but I, it was just, it was just rough last night. It is what it is, but uh, so, some more from the, from the greatest hits there. you have fifth down, of course, you have a, a penalty in which the refs had a conversation with, with Rocky Adalgo and it was a marked off as five yards and coach Adalgo said it, Guys, you know it's a 10-yard penalty, right? And they said, oh, okay, and they move it back to, to 10 yards, which, wild, just insane. They have a defensive pass interference penalty on the Red Terrors, and I will say it was on both sides last night. Very much both teams had to deal with what was going on and, and got bad calls. Uh, but you have defensive pass interference on a play uh, that was run to one side of the field, and defensive pass interference was called on the other side of the field, which... It, uh, you can have you can have defensive holding. That's that's one thing. But it was marked off and called as defensive pass interference. Although the ball was on the complete thrown to the completely uh, other side of the field. So is what it is. Both teams had to play with it, and and certainly both teams were affected by it. I, I will say that. Um, uh, uh, but either way, you, you look for a little bit more. But uh, it, it is what it is. We'll move forward from that. Uh, some big. Wins there last night, some big region wins for Glen Academy and Brunswick High. And uh, for McIntosh County Academy, looking to move forward. ECI is a really good football team, uh, and, and McIntosh County Academy is as well. They're going to move on from this, I, I think, 
and uh, be able to uh, go through the rest of their region schedule, I think, and and kind of control every game if they're able to come back from from that. Pierce County, some big region games to look forward to after uh, holding an explosive Rabin County uh, offense to only 20 points there, 28 points, excuse me, last night. So some big games, some even bigger games to look forward to through the rest of October. This has been the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki, presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet. I'm PJ Zuko. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Stay safe. God bless.